minute. That's me. What? what? And away we go as uh, we took a little bit of a hiatus here recently. A little, little hiatus. You know. I blame the, uh, the people in the Arlington sector for that one because... Uh, it's because Randall Mill yeah. just opened up today. It's been blocked since the parade. <laughs> we couldn't get here. Traffic problems, you know. You know what it is. You know, when you in the city, uh, champions. Well, at least, yeah, you know, I guess we won two if you want to count that football championship. Shout out to shout out to the Renegades. Everybody doing it in these old baseball stadiums. Maybe Rangers need to play, or maybe the Cowboys need to play at the old ballpark. Well, that's right. Texas Rangers, your World Series champion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We did it. Oh yeah, you did it. All right, I see. You. I see. You. I see you, pops. My dad. My dad got one too. <laughs> what happens when your birthday rolls right into? Uh... World Series hey, you know, hey, happy so, birthday. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, you get you man. you get all the gear. You, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, so everybody, it's like, what do you want? I'm like, I want I want this World Series memorabilia. And I want this and I want that. It's like, so it's like you're gonna have the red, the white, and the and the baby blue uh uh hats with the patch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hit them up, hit them up, hit so, everybody up. There was only one day during this whole thing that I knew that I would miss. Watching it with my boys. Yeah. It was only one game. And so I was like, it was game five. I was like, well, yeah. that's the game they're going to win. Yeah. And sure enough, they went out there and did it. And man, I, I don't know about y'all. It, it took till the next morning when I was getting ready to go to work. Uh, I was getting ready to just kind of, you know, salty up there a little bit thinking about it. Yeah. I think uh, my moment was whenever I, because, you know, I had to, you know, definitely went up to Texas Live. <laughs> right after to celebrate oh, with okay. all the okay, after, okay. oh yeah after the game oh no no i ain't gonna deal with that chaos right then and there no 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 i went after <laughs> with, with the wild. yeah you know with the veterans the people who are there still drinking at midnight on a weekday you know what i'm saying that's me <laughs> i was doing that the pros so, the pros you know because i went from one bar and i went to another bar and i went there no i actually just uh well the rangers i think they really didn't lose when i was at ocl it's whenever i took myself elsewhere is when they had bad luck or stayed at the house so you know, superstitious stuff. What well, it worked out. Uh, so, what was your favorite playoff moment th- during this World Series run, Blake? Um, man, um, uh, uh, it's a tie. It's a tie. It's all game one. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether it be the walk off or you know the fact that Corey Seager finally just like showed some emotion there. Oh yeah. You know, tying it up with that home run. You're like ah. Yeah. You know, uh, and of course, he's not an emotional guy. Nah, he's all business. He's all business. I saw when Mookie Betts was just trying to joke with him, he just nodded to him. He's like, that's Corey, man. That's Corey. That's what he did. I mean, he he did the mic drop as well as he could. Oh, yeah. He had to, hey, you know, throw some salt on Alex Bregman for us. Thank you. Thank you. I guess he confirmed that that, he's like, he just confirmed that that's the Astro we need to hate the most, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what he did. Uh, but the, uh, either one of those two moments, I mean, really, uh, dude, Evaldi, man. Yeah, Evaldi. Gang, dude. He was just nailed, man. Just nailed. Well, well as far as when I, whenever I got emotional, it was more whenever I heard the next day Eric Nadell when I actually heard him say, you know, when I actually heard it out of his mouth, you know, especially what he's gone through this year. Right. You know, and just Nadell, if you've grown up listening to baseball games, because I remember back when I was growing up, it's like, you know, you have to take it to the room and turn the radio on if they're playing the Angels because it's a little too late. 
So it's like, so it's just good to hear Nadell, hear that familiar voice, you know, say Rangers fans, you're not dreaming, you know, just to remind us that we weren't dreaming, you know, then also, you know, and and Chuck Morgan, I think Chuck Morgan during the parade, it's like our lives are finally complete. Like, I think they said it the best. And I'm like, to hear it from those two old guys that have been here, you know, like our whole lives for the most part, like. I, well, you know. means the Arlington mayor to me sounded like Will Ferrell talking about Bill Brash. Well, he owns that speakeasy. I, I can. I think he runs in the same circle of like Jim Ursay. <laughs> and, well, and guys with that's where you talk about Bill Brash. Who uses a rattlesnake as a condom? <laughs> Bill Brash. Jim Ursay. That's what. That's what, oh. No. But um, it was it was just a, it was a great time. Everything about it was fantastic. Um, even you know I even appreciate John Smoltz for shitting on the team. Like you know, just hey, give like, me that give me that hate, man. I appreciate the hate. You know what I'm saying? That means I'm out here doing it. I'm out here doing it. If you out here hating, and you know what? And I still got love for him as a pitcher, as much as he can try and hate on my team. But I felt like he just doubled down. He's like, all right, if I'm that guy, then I'm just gonna be that guy. Because it's like yeah, cause, you know, you had him hating on the team because he acted like you know, like this is. Just a bot team. It's like, look, man, we added a couple free agencies. Free agents. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? We added them last year. But how come it's okay when everybody else does it? It's it's okay because the Yankees do it because that's the Yankees. It's okay when the Angels do it and they lose. Like Yankees either because yeah. You look at it, dude. He was he should have been a part of a dynasty. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but they won one. Yeah, but they traded for Greg Maddox, like because it was him and Steve Avery, and they got to a World Series and they couldn't win one. Then they ended up trading for Maddox, and you know, so they had to make moves going outside the organization to to make it happen as well. So, 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 yeah, you know, it's like how basketball NBA. It's like how Charles Barkley always calls everybody soft, and you know, it's just the old guys just hating the way the new game, the way the new the game is now. I guess he is. He's misremembering things. Now I'll tell you what. One of my biggest things about the whole playoffs as a whole is, you know, I said before the whole thing going in, and um, and I believed it, and I don't believe it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that what's going to happen is, you know, hey man, get get appreciate Garcia because he's going to arm- <laughs> arbitration. They had an arbitration over him for six million, which is ridiculous. That's six, yeah, six point six. Uh, last time I checked. And Nate yeah, Lowe's at eight point eight, and to me, it's like you're telling me you're going to have you're going to go into a meet and like, come on, man. Like well, silver, silver slugger, silver slugger, and gold glove, whatever. Yeah, glove yeah. And to like, me, it's but mean, to me, how does that not how does that not help your arbitration number? <laughs> like all star game, silver slugger, gold glove. Like you know, I'm doing all I can. Because to me, it's like it's it's, it's crazy because we didn't we didn't offer him more than. Uh, Qualifying offer the past couple of years. Yeah. We broke them off and straight up what we had. Yeah. It was like four hundred something thousand dollars. I mean, we, we, we but to me, it's like I don't, I, I don't see how they can, how he can say yes to six point six. I don't see how. It's yeah, going, it's, going it's like well, it's going to average. The, the difference, the difference in price is going to be yeah. six million dollars versus six. Well, I think that what yeah, I think that like well, I think that Cody Bellinger, what he, I think that their number is going to be around the same because I think Bellinger is going to get around twenty. So I think that he should be getting around twenty. Because now, well, they should just at this point in time, they're not going to trade him. He's too much of a hero. Yeah, they're saying they're going to spend more money, and so it's just not going to happen. What they need to go ahead and do buy out the rest of his uh, arbitration years. Yeah, and lock him up for the long term. See if if you get him five for like I don't know a hundred and forty. Now Nate Lowe, you can take that eight point eight. Nate can take that eight point eight. I'm like, here you go, Playboy. Shout out to the Gold Glover. The Gold Glover. The Gold Glover. 
Yeah. Is, uh, if not, we've got some guys that might need to grab a first base this summer. We're <laughs> Wyatt Langford, let's go. Let's go. What? Let's move him out. Move him on. Do, man. See yeah. what you can do, young man. Okay. Um, yeah, there's there's options out there now. Another guy who's made a lot of money. Who uh, I said that they were going to have to let Azulis go, Garcia go to keep him. Uh, was going to be what Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, and Montgomery. I think the biggest priority is re-signing him as opposed to everything else. Yeah, you think that you so you put that over you put that over on getting a closer. Are you feel you feel safe enough yeah, with Spores and Leclerc? You don't, you don't want to upset him. You don't yeah, him. yeah. You don't want to. You want to be able to get the best deal you can from him. Yeah, uh, and because if you're pursuing anybody else, you're not guaranteed to get him. Uh, yeah, you know, true. Sometimes if you put a guy like that on the back So the thing shoot. is, you don't even I'm answer. So you don't answer a Kershaw phone call if John Gray isn't. I mean, if uh, if Jordan Montgomery's not signed yet, correct? Because that that's a slap in the face, right? It's like what I just do for you. Um, if he calls, <laughs> yeah. Because like, I mean, hey, because the way because like, John because hey, you know Kershaw's on the other line and we can have him both, but I'm just letting you know we got you an offer. What do you you know? I would, John, I would John Gray's already come out and said he's giving up 22 if we get Kershaw. He's come out and said that. <laughs> it's like, so the respect is there. And, you know, he he pitched very well this year, but he's still playoff Kershaw, and he's he's not the same pitcher in the playoffs. That's, well, and we're saving $18 million because Martin Perez is gone. Yeah, Perez is gone. Uh, uh, Odorizzi, I think it's nine. Hey man, he won a World Series. He gonna take that thirteen. He's like, I'm gonna be the highest paid bullpen arm you got. And I don't close. <laughs> I don't even set up. I'm here. Hey, you know what? Hey, hey, he, hey, he's he's our number five starter right now. Without Montgomery signed, if we like, you know what I'm saying? Without Montgomery signed, uh, with uh, with the, with the, with the Grom out going into this next season, he would be our number five guy. So what do you say, Scherzer, or what you go, Baldi, Scherzer? Yeah, Baldi, Scherzer, uh, Gray. I think what Gray did, Gray. What, what Gray did, Dunning. yeah, Gray, Dunning, and Heaney. And Heaney? Yeah, and to, until DeGrom gets back, or unless we sign Montgomery, yeah. that's how it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, is, like, if you have, what, DeGrom, who's going to be out probably till September, like, you know, right, right. uh then Heaney, it's perfect for $13 million to have that guy who's pretty much like your sixth starter guy. Now that means that we're going to definitely have to sign Montgomery or somebody else, a guy that we want and that, that we would consider. I guess you would have to be like, who do we think is better than John Gray? That's who we can go pay because just to slot your, slot your pitchers that way. But the way that John Gray pitched in the World Series was very encouraging to me. But that says John more. Gray's got the stuff. John Gray's got some of the best stuff. But it's one of those John things. Gray but I, the guy that's like he's, he's so in his head. He is yeah, and that's the thing is like he we does great. He can't be satisfied. And we brought it up earlier in the year. We brought it up earlier in the year that it, it'd probably be better for him to come out of the bullpen because the more he has to think about it, the more like you know. Right. But 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 but, but that gem he pitched after Scherzer got hurt. That Jimmy pitch, those three innings of yeah. shutout ball, like to me, it's like that's when I knew. That's when I knew the Rangers were winning the World Series. Was it whenever, whenever John Gray came out yeah. there, I was like, "We gonna win the motherfucking World Series." Pardon my French, sorry, yeah. mom. Yeah. Uh, y'all get, y'all get all right, it's the Rangers. It's fucking Rangers. <laughs> World fucking champs. Champs World is here. Fucking champs. Man, I, it, it makes me feel generous how to say it, man. Yeah, world. And I'm not, I'm not the type of guy to get, like, you know, a world series. It's Arlington, I man. Stadium like City. Man, I'm like, man, screw it. This shit looks lit. Got hey. that gold bar in the back. Yeah. 
See, I, I, I see. I went to the academy, and they was out of they was out of the gray shirt, so I had to go just order online. So I just got all my gear coming through the mail. I don't got any of it yet. So oh, man, I got Hal. I got big Hal out there fucking hunting. You got hats on hats on hats. Who's out there throwing bows with people out there? In, in, in Paris? Oh, wait, in, in the Ag Town? Oh, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Yeah, I had a He's like, I mean, legitimately, he likes to hunt like deer. Like, yeah. Like, he's like, this is my game right here, baby. <laughs> he does, dude. He treats it just like hunting. Like, he's like, it's almost like trying to, if there's something that's hard to find, he can use it as a challenge. Like, I'm going to find that shit. He yeah. goes out there on the hook. Great. Well, you know, it's a, it's it's like how I found out I was good at math. It's like I really just like stats. <laughs> you know, I just love, I, you know, it's like, and I can't forget numbers. It's like I'm like, all right, so I incorporate anything into a jersey number or a statistic or a year a team won a championship. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's like it's like what's that? I'll be like, I'll be like, uh, what Antoine Jameson? Antoine Jameson and Jerry Stackhouse. <laughs> like you said. It's like you don't know that. Easy. It's like, damn, girl. Easy. Nah. That's that should be, uh, dude. I mean, that's a real. It's easy, easy for numbers. Yeah. Now, but we talked a little bit about like you know closer or Montgomery being a priority. Yeah. And How, why not both? Montgomery needs to be a priority. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this includes over. Well, I think it's a real possibility. What Josh Hader? Uh, oh, sorry. And Shohei? Yeah. So that means if I we. Think, I think. I think. I think. I think you don't let the possibility of Shohei interfere with your other players hey if you're the yeah. we're the best team in baseball why not have the best player on the planet you know what i'm saying because guess what we'll just sell more gear he gonna sell jerseys he, he gonna sell the hell out some jerseys yeah and to because me it's, it's really you know because he's not gonna pitch this year yeah and that would be uh, the thing it's like next year either yeah okay, so it's one of the few options that he's gonna have is like okay well I can step into this thing and not have a pitch. Yeah, and not be rushed into and unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, I can't. Pretty much so he... You really think we're going to put our money in our show hands and we didn't tender uh, Mitch Garber? Yeah, that's exactly so what I was thinking. The fact that we didn't... Yeah, $20 million uh, tenders. Mitch Garber's gone. Mitch Garber's the top, now the top uh, catcher on the market. Yeah, he's going to uh, go... Mitch Garber's going to get broke off 100 million. Yeah. I hope the Yankees oh. break him off because he already got his World Series here. And then yeah. go get paid. Go get paid. Great guy. He deserves a paycheck. That was definitely one of my favorite moments of the of the whole playoff run was whenever he finally got his opportunity and hit the grand slam in that third inning against Baltimore. That was amazing. So, like, hats well, off so to Mitch. So many people contributed. I mean, it was really – it was one of those things that they say, like, well, you know, everybody who comes up here, Jeter said to folks, everybody who comes up here always talks about, you know, everybody else. So we were talking about the Cubs. Like, that's why we did. Yeah. We were a team. And we were you know, everybody – Throughout the whole season, it was, and you hear this, this bullshit. I hate it. Yeah. This is the next man up mentality. Well, cool, but that's a mentality, but if you don't got the talent, yeah. then there's not reality. Yeah, it's like, well, it's, it's yeah, if, if the next man up is talented. We came up at guys that weren't necessarily, but hey, man, they did their role. They played out of their mind for a short period of time and held it together, man. Yeah, but here's um, the thing I'm that. Still waiting to see yeah. What happens with the, um, with the MVP? Because, you know, look, show hey, if you got the numbers, show hey, is it? Yeah, but you want to go numbers? Uh, they're senior. Yeah, but the thing is, they they voted on that. They, you know, you know, you know, they voted on that already. You know, they they. Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't miss a game. Was the glue between everything and played his best when Seager was out when he had to. Yeah, and then he and he did the same thing in the World Series. Oh man, I only took the bus through with that. 
that's my favorite moment, actually. Yeah, whenever uh, Seager, Simeon, Simeon hit. Run and finally get the whole, like, he had played well throughout the playoffs. And it was, and what, it was the, it was the day after we found out that Adolis can't play. And he stepped up as soon as we needed him. It's like, it's like, you know. Like Derek Jeter said the best, it's like, these are the best, these are, he's like, these aren't just the best players in baseball right now when you're playing this late. These are the hottest players in baseball playing their best. You know what I'm saying? So the best, the best hitters are going to look their worst. They should. Like, you know, because everybody goes through streaks during a 162 game, game season. Once you start to get into 170, then it's like, you're going to have your struggles and it just happened to be during the playoffs. But when we need him the most, he stepped up. And delivered, and you know the best half a billion dollars ever spent in baseball, right there, is that that middle it was, infield. It was, like, you yeah, know, it was. It like, absolutely was. He put his money where his mouth was. Yeah. It worked out, and he actually enjoyed. Got a little bit of the spotlight. You know, he doesn't like it, but the owner got there and got his just desserts. And you know what? So did so did John Daniels. John, John Daniels deserved it. He does. He does. Praise Squad because he built a lot of the team. And don't go wrong. <laughs> we wouldn't have both teams. Yeah. We wouldn't have Scherzer. We wouldn't have some of the final pieces. Hey, and you know what? And I'm pretty sure he was part. He was part of the team that brought in Chris Young to take his job. <laughs> you know, and you know, when Chris Young, he's like, I remember when you traded me to San Diego. Gotcha, bitch. Uh, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. For, for my city, you trade me for my city, for my team. He's like, I went and got my coach. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Fantastic but it's one of those things, though. As soon as we hired Chris Young, I just believed. It's like he's one of us. You know, he cares. Yeah. He wants it. You know, Dallas he's guy. been there. It's like he Dallas guy, guy. Princeton guy. Oh, yeah, Dallas guy, Ivy League guy who could have played in the NBA if wanted to. Now, he wouldn't have been, you know, you know, but if you can pitch, pitch. But, you know, yeah. But, you know, at six foot ten. Yeah, so. And he's a guy that could have had a long career, and you know, his game, now if the game was how it was today, then he probably would have played basketball because he would have been able, allowed to shoot a lot more threes because that wasn't really the thing when he was coming out. It was more like Dirk well, could do it. Part, my favorite part about this team, though, is what they've said about it. The players is it? It's great. They've got a lot of talented guys that's bigger than anything. He's like they're all good guys that yeah. really care about each other, really like each other. And it shows on the road. Yeah. Dude, you don't have a road record like that if you aren't all together. Yeah. Those are guys who enjoy spending time. Like when they said, what was the, you know, what was the most valuable player? And some of them, I'd like to get the story behind this, but they're like cards. Cards. Yeah. Cards. Well, yeah. Apparently, apparently they got some card games that are going wild out there. All right. Um, well, hey, well, hey, the one thing I do, huh, what's that? No, I was just going to say. Yeah, can we run it back? Can we run it back? I think absolutely. It's like why? Why not? Yeah. Why not? To me, it's this team wasn't supposed to be here this year. And, so why can't like we weren't supposed to be here this we year. What? And we were what? We're the we were the most injured team in baseball this year, and we went this far. We can't get more. We can't be worse. Like as far as the, the health concern, like like you can't have a worse situation than what we had this year, and we still prevailed. And I just think that. You know, the sign of DeGrom changed everybody's mentality. Whether he played or not, it, it let him know that everybody was all in. And I'm just so happy for that. I'm happy for DeGrom. Like, I'm happy for everybody, man. I'm happy for Nelson Cruz because he's finally forgiven. He's finally forgiven. He's finally forgiven. Well, and to me, I forgave him a long time ago. I just said I never, I just said I never, ever, 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 ever want to see you in right field again. I'm like, oh, don't get – yeah. They ended up giving Shin – yeah, they gave well, that. Did you hear about the prophecy that was spoken a long time ago? What was it? There was a prophecy that was laid out in 1972. Oh, yeah? When the Rangers came to Arlington, the prophecy went 
change the formality to fit the franchise. Yeah, it just was. It, yeah, it wasn't Nolan. It was Evaldi. The, the the prophecy went on. It said, "Number seventeen will be the difference maker in winning a championship." Yeah, we thought it was Nelly Cruz. Yeah, so it's Evaldi. Yeah, Evaldi. Shout to Evaldi, man. Texas boy came and got Texas a World Series. Wow. Uh, yeah, there's just there's but just yeah, so no, so many people, so many things to be happy about. There's we all, weird shit about yeah, the whole thing. but yeah, but uh, but to me, I want to get Shohei because these motherfuckers just signed Ronnie Wash. They got Ronnie Wash, man. So I want Shohei just to be like, hey, you can have our own manager, but guess what? We got your best player. What y'all gonna do now? Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, so going back to back, I think it's easy. Like, dude, we get Langford. We get Langford. Um, you know, if we get anything out of Lighter, maybe. You know, I mean. I, I well, to me, it's like, and Lighter could even be our, our bullpen, uh, a bullpen guy. Just because based off of what he did when he came back. I don't even care if we train him anymore. Any fucking fuck it. No, nah. to me, I'm I'm, I'm thinking more. Hey, I'm I'm thinking that Rock. I think that Rocker and Porter. I think Rocker and Porter will start games at the ball well, in Arlington before he does. Uh, Rocker, Rock, I think it well, looks like with injuries. Yeah, he, yeah, he had. They're thinking the Rocker's going to be a bullpen guy. Well, well yeah. Rocker, but, you know, he, if, if Rocker's going to be our closer. Hey, who I'm knows? And you know what? Rocker, I think, I'm what he ended up bullpen. having Tommy John. So I think he's a little a bit ahead of schedule from Scherzer. I mean, I'm sorry, from DeGrom. And him being younger, you would you would hope that he would heal a little bit faster. But but they think they think that you know maybe it's gonna be the best bet. Yeah, bring him as a as a bullpen guy and then stretch him out just to kind of ease him back because yeah. we would we would need that well, arm. I think, no, I think just period, just period bullpen guy. What the other arm issues? I don't know. We'll wait and see. But I'll tell you what: if if, if we don't reuse a first round pick and he ends up being a dollar to close, I'd say it's a, it's a win because how many first round picks would fucking suck? Yeah. Um, now, yeah, get uh, something. We, we got anything more to talk about the Rangers? We're talking about what's happening in the West. Which I think might move Shohei a little bit closer to Arlington than staying in L.A. What that is? Ron Washington, new manager for the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah, yeah. Going to reunite with uh, with his old uh, buddy, uh, Manassian, out there. Who, I yeah. don't know how he has a job. Hey, he you know. I mean, you know, I think, I think this is his final stand of like, yeah, dude, I've actually tried to get fired. Hey, you <laughs> know what? 26 Fucking, he scored 26 fucking pitchers last year. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He should have just traded us a, a Shohei during the season just to be like, you know what? This is this is where I really I am. Shohei playing for Ron Washington, man. No, he's not. Nah. Hey, because didn't... Uh, I think Shohei's got that, Shohei's got that Eastern philosophy, man. It's yeah. like my man Boach. Yeah. Boach is going to be his Woo Woosah. Woosah. Yeah. Totally chill on it, man. Just, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't... To me, I just think that Wash... Yeah, this is more like Manassian's final, uh, his last stand. He's like, I'm going to just do what I want and hire, hire the people I like. Yeah, it's... Hey, man, if you can make your friends some money on the way out the door, why not? Hey, but no, I heard that Ronnie Ron Wash was going to be in talks with Houston, and he was like, oh, I can't do that. Uh-uh, nah, uh uh-uh. <laughs> Good. So... You Really? Yeah, that was it. Was it was initially wow. rumored that that was the first that they were going to interview him, and I heard that before. And then next thing I hear, 
he's with the Angels. I feel like that was kind of a fuck you, would have been a fuck you for Houston. Like they really yeah, that's, they did it just to piss us off. Oh, y'all won a World Series? Guess what we going to do? We going to get Ronnie Wise. Because I love Wise. I yeah. still love Wise. Like, just to get under my nerves and like, we're going to interview him. Maybe go have a Yeah, I'd be like, y'all some hoes, y'all some hoes. Hurt my horse. Yeah. Hurt my horse. But hey, shout but out I'll to Wash, like, though. Man. Shout out to Wash. Shout out. Congratulations, man. Uh, you've been out the game too long to not be a manager again. Uh, much deserved. Baseball's yeah. going to go the way baseball's going. It needs to go Wash. Yeah. Nobody so knows what the bright lights. <laughs> nobody know what the booty how the booty hole gonna act when the bright lights hit you. They do. True. <laughs> my man. My man. Uh, somebody who the, a team that really benefited from the Rangers in the World Series, the Cowboys. Nobody <laughs> nobody put any thought in the Cowboys. Hey man. The Cowboys went and. Uh, they lost the Eagles. I still had on my Rangers gear during the Cowboys game. I was just, I was like, nah, I'm not even putting on no Cowboys gear right now. This is all Rangers love right now. I put on the Cowboys gear only because I've got, uh, with Odyssey, had a Cowboys discount. Because the second good. And so before they like, locked me out of that, I put one last uh, uh, employee discount order in. So, yeah. so I rocked the Trayvon Diggs jersey watching, watching the game. All right, all right. He's not playing. He can't hurt him. Yeah, can't hurt Hammer Don't hurt him. Jalen, Jalen, Jalen hurt us a little bit. Yeah, Cowboys lost. Who do you blame? (laughs) It's like it's like we lost in Philly. We were probably we always knew we were going to lose in Philly. It's all about what we do the rest of the season and if we beat them here. We didn't have our best. We didn't have our best team with our best foot forward. I mean, I think. The first, the fact that they just like basically gave away the football in the first drive. Yeah. What do you think uh, about the whole? Oh, if you're if you're not going to punt, I'm not going to use my punter either. If you're not going to use your field goal kicker, I'm not going to use my field goal kicker either. That was very madness well, think, the way that game was played. Well, I think for one thing, you should have challenged one of them. Whereas, like, dude, uh, they might have had, they might have used their field goal kicker had they challenged spot, spot the ball. Yeah. On one. Um, so there was that. Um. There was some questionable stuff, I guess. I mean, I don't want to really blame McCarthy because it's not McCarthy's fault, but McCarthy uh, did fuck up some shit. Well, here's what here's here's my thing. All right, I'm gonna blame Terrence Steele, but you know who can bench Terrence Steele? Mike McCarthy. So I'm like, this is, <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, Terrence Steele did get beat like a drum. Hey man, he gave up four sacks. He gave up four sacks. He tried to catch uh what was what was that old uh, tackle we had? Was it old uh was it Chaz Green? Chaz Green, Chaz he tried Green. He trying to catch that Chaz Green record. And that ain't even on the left side, dog. We got everybody else holding it down but you. It's like, but to me, I also I also say, I also say, I don't completely blame him. I blame this new thing to where people come back from ACLs in six months. Just because Adrian Peterson ran for 2,000 yards after he did it. We've normalized this thing. And we don't let these people struggle anymore. Whenever it used to be, this was a career-ending injury. And then it used to be like, it's a year. And then it's like, and then you know, it's like, well, it's, it takes a year. Then it takes a whole year to actually come back to normal. But now it's just like, well, how come Aaron Rodgers out there fucking throwing the goddamn football fucking yeah. in New York on the field? Yeah, and you know, and, and to I'm me, it's about, I think I can be back to the playoffs. Yeah, and to me, it's been different because you know the other guys that have done it before Adrian Peterson were all like quarterbacks who didn't run and they had a big old brace on, and it's like they ran a five five forty anyway. So how, like you know, they, they they weren't winning with their legs to begin with. But I just think that. We just think we just force these guys to come back, and we're like, to me, it's not even fair to critique him. It's unfair for y'all to have him out there because he'd be getting his ass whooped at practice too. You can't tell me he don't get his ass whooped at practice with that defensive line that we have. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying, y'all see it in practice. Well, I, don't think we force him back. I think he forced himself back. He was like, man, I see this 
paper. He's like, like yeah. We dangled that paper in front of him. He was like, I can be back. And, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like you feel like I you owe it to the team whenever they pay you that type of money to show up and be out there. But And then when you pay a guy that money, it's like, well, I pay him, so he's going to get his ass whooped. <laughs> and he might get his ass cut. But not, not anytime soon. Not with that deal. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, talk about practice. Practice? Um, I think we're at the point right now that Tyron Smith should never practice again, right? No, no, he don't practice. No, why? Why stop that? Y'all put a stationary bike out there. Let that man ride. Let that man ride all day. And, and De- deck that hard. thing out. Actually, get. I want y'all to have one of those the biggest like little the biggest pool that he can just watch practice and be outside watching practice. It. He's like, don't worry, I'm running, getting my calisthenics in underwater. There you go. Yeah, everything underwater. Underwater. I want to put that guy in bubble wrap for the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, he's been impressive. That's the biggest issue. We, we knew coming in that we had a lot of crossing our fingers and guys were going to step up and think, Kuma has, been a, has done great. Right? Yeah, outside of, outside of declaring himself eligible, right? That was a, that was a mental, mental error. Like, but, you know, but that was the yeah, thing is, like, right. as, many, as many little, little mess-ups as we had, the game was extremely close. Dak played extremely well. Uh, and to where it's I'm like, I do not think Jalen Hurts is that great of a quarterback. What I think he has, he has two great wide receivers to throw to, and he's got the ability to extend plays. Okay. Uh, we cut down the ability for him to extend plays. He's worked. So, so are you? Would you say that Dak is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts? No, I think they're on par. Yeah, because to me, it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, if Dak. I, 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 I think the legs put him ahead. Of, yeah. Of Dak, but, but if, but if you gave Dak those receivers. Yeah, if you gave Dak those receivers, it's like I think that during Dak's best oh, season, man. he didn't have those weapons that Jalen Hurts had no. last year. So, no. and AJ yeah, Brown's a monster. Hey, hey, you know, oh, game changer, game changer. <laughs> like you know, five years out, uh, you know, what do you get suspended for? Apparently, Was apparently, apparently they clogged with like twenty three miles an hour. Oh yeah. Well, hey, all right, bring him in. He's, he's like 31 and hungry. Hey, 31, but it's like, hey, it's like, but, but the thing is he has been playing football. He's like, yeah, but these guys can't hurt me because they CFL guys. They don't be hitting like that. Or I'd be running past them. going to bring to the table is he does bring experience uh, if he knows how to pick up the playbook. I think where it's going to come down to is, because, yeah. uh, like, he has this question off the, off the end. You know, who do you think going to hit more receiving yards before Cookson or Bryce? Yeah, move, moving forward. Touchdowns. Yeah. I think Mark Davis Bryant is the guy that you put in the red zone. So I guess the real question is like who 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 Jalen. So I guess who will make a bigger impact during the stretch here on run between these two wide receivers? Then you'd say Bryant then. Touchdown wise, yeah. <laughs> that's I production. Think, that's production. That's an that's an impact. Dude, they won't give jump balls to CD Lamb. I think Mark Davis Bryant could go out there and do what kind of what they do with Ferguson. We're just like he just. Just pretty much be a red zone guy. So put him out, slot him out wide. Yeah. Throw up 50 50 balls. He's six foot four. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was a four four guy. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you know, he's I, had. I he, think he's a red zone guy. Yeah. A red zone guy and a guy who's just like, look, man, you don't need to learn. Hey, he made one of the sickest like, catches in NFL history. On a fly route. You remember that sick catch he made uh, against the Bengals, I think, where he like caught it with two hands, then he pinned it on his leg. Uh, put both feet down the end zone and like did a flip and then he like kind of got back up. I'm like, oh, did he really just do all that? 
It's like, yeah, yeah that was he's, that was pretty amazing. He's got, he's got talent. He, he's, but here's the other thing with Cooks, and I think why they're going with this, and I say Redbo specifically, is because what I've been hearing is that the biggest issue with Cooks has been not that they don't try to get him the ball, it's just that the way the coverage is that they're running, yeah, and things are happening, yeah, then he's not able to see him, yeah. The height well, that he's not able to see him down the field, but he's, he's um, overshadowed by some of these guys who's like really supposed to be here, but I can't, I can't see him because when I was on the pocket and I got guys in front of me, but like my point is here, like, well, he had Cooks wide open there. Because Dak has that experience with the Turpin and them being both smaller guys. Now, I know Cooks is, you know, he's 20 pounds bigger, but, you know, 150, 170, it's like, you know, the battle of the skinny. I don't really care. Like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody hitting 185, so y'all ain't nobody big in that, in that conversation. Right. But, uh, now, I'll tell you what, the, what I'm seeing, though, is, man, like what we all wanted, hmm. uh, really would have liked uh, Hopkins on this team. What's that? Really would like Hopkins on. Oh team. yeah, oh yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, just to have another trusted, just like because to me, if you throw it up, he'll go get it. And I think that Dak did that with Amari uh, Cooper, and and and, and, and Amari Cooper's him and Amari Cooper had some good years, but Amari Cooper ain't no DeAndre Hopkins, and like no, that's like yeah, he's different. Heck, I can still take over a game. Yeah. Don't let this thirty-one years age fool you. Yeah, I can still do this big time, and he as the rookie quarterback. Yeah. So, do you think? So, do you think with the Cowboys losing this game, that division's lost? Yeah. Yeah. It's lost. I don't think it matters. Yeah. Um, I'm not afraid of going to Philly. Hey, we just Uh, had the Rangers win as a wild card team. We ain't ever scared. Not here in the ag. I'm not not worried about it. I I I think what I think is the team's good enough. We're gonna get we're gonna get a home playoff game. Yeah. And then we're gonna have to go. um, You know, on the road. Yeah. Well, actually, I think that was to me, I would say that that was their first respectful road showing because I think they've kind of played to their to the competition or quite below it. But I think this Eagles game kind of lets you know that they were working on some stuff. They were they did have a governor on deck. Like, you know, they were acting like it was the preseason, the way that these first few games of the season went, because, you know, at the last three weeks, you know, they've unleashed deck and. He's looked. He's looked pretty good. Well, let's say more the last two yeah. weeks. Last two weeks, yeah. but well, I think he's um, earned himself a reprise, not necessarily from the national media, but I'd say he's reminded us what we all knew. What we all knew was that the difference between Dak is the wheels, man. Yeah, you take away the wheels, he's, just, he's an average quarterback. Mm-hmm. But if wheels, but you have you have to respect the wheels. He, yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. If they don't respect the wheels, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like nah, you ain't you ain't dissecting nothing like that. You ain't no. And other things can happen too. Is once they start doing that more, hopefully it's going to open up the running game where they used to do with you know Zeke that wasn't super successful. I think it'd be more successful talented, but the read option as a shotgun was was Pollard. Yeah. You know, and you got to start respecting that. The fact that hey man, Dak might be keeping it again. Yeah. You know, it, it's going to open up the option, even though that's not McCarthy's game, but. But they they got to get the running game is the next thing that they really got to fix because they can throw it all over the place. Um, I, I saw some guys making great plays uh, yeah. across the board. Uh, Ferguson, I think, is 
just take it over. Smooth so, move, Ferguson. I think it's just a matter of, I think it's just a matter of like, you know, hey, well, how much split do you get between, you know, your one egg, which is lamb, and how many targets do you now just break? Hey, and let me just say this to all, all the people, all the people who said Schoonmaker's not that bad. Here's the problem. Nobody had a problem with, like, the thing is, we knew, we all thought Ferguson was this good because Dak is that tight end dependent, and he made enough plays last year to where moving forward, nobody thought that Schoonmaker was better than Ferguson. It's just like, if you drafted a, a Jake Laporta, if you drafted a Michael Mayer, or if you drafted a Dalton Kincaid, that would be an upgrade. But outside of those three tight ends, there was no upgrade at the tight end position. So that's why, like, Schoonmaker, we think that he can be a good tight end. It's just that... We just knew that those, there's three guys in this draft who could start, who might be able to start. Might. And that's not even guaranteed. Well, apparently, it's looking like that it was more of an indictment on Hendershot, who has just absolutely disappeared. I mean, Hewen's been getting more burned than yeah. Hendershot. And, you know, and I think it's because so Hendershot can't block. Hendershot can't block at all. And the thing is, it's like he made a lot of plays. You know, there was a certain point in time. Like, to me, it's kind of like a Sam Hurd, Miles Austin situation to where it's like Sam Hurd looked really good at the beginning, and then Miles Austin just kind of ran with it. You know what I'm saying? Whenever yeah, there used right. to be like – and I think that Hendershot was in that situation yeah, to where <laughs> – and Hendershot was in that situation. His first preseason, he did outplay the drafted t- tight end in Ferguson, and he looked better, just as good as Ferguson. But as the year went on, Ferguson got more opportunities last year and made plays, and you could kind of see that they yeah, separated. Yeah. But uh, but the one thing you were saying about the run game, I am a little bit. Sh- I, I do. I think it's time to see more Rico Dowdell, because to me it's like I just you need to use Pollard in certain spots, and I think that we've shown that you just can't throw him out. It's like it's like the Austin Eckler thing. These guys were special when you used them in a, in a special type of way. Now you try and make them an every down back. You're putting yourself in a losing situation because this game is one in the trenches, and these guys aren't moving the chains in in short yarded situations. And it's like, and you have to have a guy who can do that. I'm not saying that you can't win with Austin Eckler and Tony Pollard, but you at least have to have a reliable guy who can get those, you know, who can move the pile. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm a downhill guy. You know, I yeah. know he's been injured and stuff like that, and, but guys a lot to turn over to him. And, and there's other guys that I think but I just think that he's been there guys. long enough I know but there's other guys when I think of like God how much do I trust him uh, I hate to say this but I mean I'm like you know and they're both from the same team but formerly but mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon man I mean like is that worth the call nah nah he'd be fun when I, don't, I don't trust him I don't, I, I don't know man I don't I don't I like Donald. I just don't trust Well, the Bills picked up playoff Lenny. I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have minded. Yeah, <laughs> now, I don't know if anybody can physically pick him up at this size right now, but but they no, definitely came in like apparently came in ready to play. Apparently, like the rumors him being a super duper Toby uh, Tudak. Hey, was, you know what? Then now I'm really mad at the Cowboys for not reaching out because we definitely could use yeah, that. Because no, if you're not, because if you're not going to run Rico Dowdell, then you need a second running back because you obviously don't trust this guy. You you run him like a third. You run him like y'all have a running back that's out that's about to come back and save your season. That's not happening this year. They, they you, I just they act like to me in, in this league you. No. But no. they keep fucking trying to do it. Like, hey, man, if you're going to do it, like, hey, try and counter. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to me, yeah. Run that thing to set up a counter. And then you, and to me, it's like, at a certain point, if y'all need short yards, I, it's like the longer it takes for y'all to give Lupke the ball, the 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 more the more likely it is gonna he's gonna fumble it because he hasn't carried a ball in so long. Let this man get some touches. He's big. I'd like, to see, I'd like to see. I'd like to see a fucking wildcat with fucking Lupke. Lupke? Hey, let's do it. Let's there were definitely some opportunities this last game. With Pollard on one side and maybe Dowdell on the other side. Like, I like I like that they're using him on the field, but I think that's because it's like they tr- love him as a blocker. But and it's like but. Let them. It's like let that man but eat. They need to use him more as a blocker before we get into the goal line. Yeah, to, yeah. But I guess that's the difference between their offense. Like, because the thing is, it feels like they've been running more hurry up, and, and like I think that Dak has been doing like has had a lot more control of the offense. It seems like the last couple of weeks, and I and I think that yeah. it's it's changed the tempo of the game to where I think that that's what's helped them out the most because. I felt like before, it's almost like I said, it's like it's like they're running red zone offense from the other 20, trying to move all the way up the field. Like, you know, it's... It, I'll tell you what, this, one, this week's coming up, uh, what you call it, get right. Get right? Get right, game. Get it right, get it tight. Uh, you, get, get a, you, know, you just hope you don't overlook it. What you go in there, I think you can see, hey, guys, here's our goal. Let's hang 100. Yeah. I put that on the fucking score. Die trying. Like, Let's hang 100 on it. Die you know, trying, because... Hey, you know what? I would love to have two shutouts of the Giants in one season. Hey, if if, if we yeah, shut out the Giants again, can we tell every Giants fan who starts talking just to shh? Yeah, you Y'all didn't do anything in the game. Don't say anything right now. They're going out there with fucking Danny DeVito's fucking love child or fucking Matt Barkley. Hey, you know what? I want I want a lot of money. I want I want a lot of money betting against Tommy DeVito at Syracuse. That guy's bad. That guy's bad. He's real bad. Like I was like, oh, Tommy Vito out there. I'm like, that's that's some easy money. It's like he makes it like because they ran the, the Baylor spread with Dino Babers up there, and he can't find a, he can't find a receiver open when there's five receivers out there. It's trash. Get out of here. Get that's Tommy Devito. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a rough day for the Giants. Uh, hopefully, yeah. uh, I'm gonna go the same thing that I went with the Cardinals. Cowboys lose if um like the parking attendant won't let him in the stadium. Like, it was like, I don't know. You, you forgot your parking pass, and, like, most of the team can't get in. All right. That's how they lose. I would say Cowboys lose if somebody if, – if if Saquon Barkley – no, you know what? How about this? If Matt Barkley comes in the game, I think they have a better chance. Tommy DeVito shouldn't play. I think they just picked up Matt Barkley this week. Uh, but I don't know, man. What Josh Dobbs did to us – Huh? Tyrod's out, right? Tyrod Taylor. Uh, yeah, he's out. Yeah. But to me, it's like Matt Barkley, he's like, he's like, so y'all, y'all, y'all be sleeping on backups, huh? I don't know. But he can't run the option. All right, how about if Saquon Barkley plays quarterback and Matt Barkley just watches? Saquon plays quarterback and just runs Wildcat plays all day. Run an option. They bring that old Miami Dolphins <laughs> offense back. Hey, that Ronnie Brown stuff? Yeah, that's what it would take. That's what it would take. it just take out the blue. Say, it's like, oh, Barkley's starting at quarterback. Not Matt. Saquon. Let's go. Run an option. Our fucking whole defensive line just fucking at the oxygen tank. Just like. Hey, just. That's how you do it, yeah. Yeah, you know, just pitching it, pitching it to Matt Breida. If they're able to move the ball three three yards in the cloud of dust, they can win. Yeah. 
And then, oh yeah, and then they and then put a Dory on offense. You know what I'm saying? Like they gotta start doing all types of stuff. All right, if a Dory plays offense, if Saquon Barkley, not Matt Barkley, starts at quarterback, uh, then yeah, that's how the Cowboys lose. Pull off the annexation of Puerto Rico during the game. <laughs> yeah, there's a chance. If Kayvon Thibodeau plays a little tight end as well, if, <laughs> then they'll win. That's what they – so Barkley, not Matt, Saquon at quarterback, Thibodeau at tight end, and uh, Adoree Jackson running some uh, – I don't know. Uh, playing some slot. Let's go. Everything. Jet Everything. sweep. Jet sweeps. Go, Jet go, sweeps. All right. Let's go for a pick man. Let's All go right. through some of the games and see what, what's, what's the haps. What's the haps, Jack? All right, let's yeah, see. Baltimore has been scary. Baltimore has been a scary team this year. That defense is back, like uh, not quite Ray Lewis levels, but we'll see. They didn't have a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I think this will be a really good game. It'll be a close game, but I really do believe that, uh, that Cleveland's going to cover that six points. I think their defense is too good. I think that just that rivalry between Baltimore – being the team that was stolen from Cleveland, you know, they take pride in going down there because whenever whenever your team moves away in the middle of the night and their first two picks are Jonathan Ogden and Ray Lewis, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt forever. It's going to hurt till – that's like – I think everything between the teams is even. Yeah. Right yeah, it's because I don't believe in Deshaun Watson anymore and I believe in Lamar Jackson now. I, I believe – like, to me, if you get – I think if you gave if you gave Lamar Jackson if you gave Lamar Jackson Deshaun Watson's offense he'd be even better <laughs> he'd be even better I think with those wide receivers like I think he would be but I'm I'm gonna take Cleveland to cover I think that defense is tough they'll keep him in there Deshaun Watson coming back second week in a row hopefully he bounces back and you know all the you know maybe he'll look at this as like this is the game I've been waiting for me versus Lamar because I want to show the world that I'm on the same level. Hey, this is the game. If you outplay Lamar Jackson on this stage, then people will put you back there. They'll say you're back. If you look like trash, then they're going to be like the worst contract ever. But, uh, yeah, but the other 12 o'clock Houston game. Yeah, Houston at Cincy. I'm going to go with – Houston looks good, man. C.J. Stroud looks like – hey, guess what? The Texans got it right. He's the best quarterback in the draft. Uh, I was always a C.J. Stroud fan, and I always said that somebody leaked that test information. Just a lot better for him than what – the better they block for him, yeah, and to me, just give him another year with more weapons. Like, look what he's doing with Nico Collins. Nico Collins ain't done anything until he's until CJ Stroud shows up. Nico Collins shows up at six foot four. I'm just saying, but I'm saying Nico Collins wasn't even good in college. He he was big in college. Nah, man. To me, Peoples Jones, Peoples Champ, Peoples Champ. <laughs> I don't know. I was more team uh, Peoples Jones than I was uh, Nico Collins. But well, I, I like both of them. I didn't, you know. But at the same time, I didn't ever think Nico Collins was going to be a number one like they. Did. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I didn't think. He is what Devin Funches was supposed to be. He's what Devin Funches was supposed to be. <laughs> it's like he got it back for Devin Funches. No, to find Noah Brown where he can to, to put Noah Brown in a position to dust somebody for a seventy-plus yard touchdown just shows that you're a good quarterback. I uh, at Tank Dell to be a rookie performing like that to where he's the guy that pounded the table, be like, hey, draft my guy. I've been working out with him, got him, and he shows up. And to me, if they can just if they can add another receiver, if they end up getting a Marvin Harrison Jr. to add to that core to have a Tank Dell in the slot with Nico, and that's gonna be crazy. But they need running back the help. Thing is the culture. 
culture, D'Amico Ryan's brought there, and the fact that all these young guys have all come together and said, hey, man, we are the franchise. Yeah. They've, they've taken over from the veterans. Yeah. So the, those young guys are Stroud, Dell, uh, on the offensive side of the football, uh, Anderson, uh, all those guys have come together. They all hang out together. Yeah. They work out together. And they've all said, like, look, man, we're it. Hey, but yeah. Now with CJ Stroud, the, the one the one thing I will say is CJ Stroud looks like that quarterback who almost beat Georgia. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like this is what you got. Whenever you saw it, it's like, dang, that kid could be pretty good. Because you know there were always questions. He's an Ohio State quarterback, this and that. But whenever he took Georgia like to the wire, it's like I think that's whenever he like you know all the doubters were kind of gone to where it's like all right. Well, I kind of always wonder if he was a fraud or not too on stuff. Yeah. and I always like. First of all, I'll pray God blows my face. Yeah, man, I've seen both sides of the coin on that. And he seems to be a good kid. He seems to be really the guy who does care about, like, life football more than anything else. And, and I'm not, like, looking for the bright lights. I'm here to play football and do this stuff. And he's got the respect for teammates. And, yeah. But, yeah, no, it looks like they nailed it. It looks like, looks like they, they got a guy for, uh, for a long time as long as they continue to, uh, you know, build stuff around him in time. Man, that's just like what a hey, you know what? What a great year for the Houston Texans. They finally have some hope. Like, you know, just to, in one fell swoop to get like a defensive stalwart, the quarterback and a coach that you believe in in one offseason. It's like good job for y'all. Uh I could see so the best, next best thing could happen is if uh what the rumors are is that um you know maybe Belichick's out in uh New England. <laughs> and he and goes to Houston that way. <laughs> and, and the Casario goes back to New England. That would be great for Houston, too, because I think, dude, you know, I don't like Nick Casario. I don't yeah. like any of the – It's like you want you want anybody – anybody who's not Belichick or Brady does not deserve any credit at all for any of that success. So let's stop that. Let's stop that. McDaniels, we talking about you. Mangini, we talking about you. Patricia, we talking about you. <laughs> oh, that they, that they had like a – uh, they had it out with him and told him what they don't like about him. Really? He seems yeah. that petty. He seems that pe- to me. It's like because because to me it's like whenever. But but here's the thing. It's like whenever you see a team like the Raiders do what they just did to where Antonio Pierce takes over and that's it. And they whoop a team like that. Now the Giants are bad. Giants are bad. Yeah, he's straight out of Compton for real. Straight out of Compton for real. Yeah, for real, for real. But but shout like you know it's it's great to see that. But to me, it's just like they hated McDaniel's. <laughs> like they won with a rookie like that because they hated their last coach. They hated him so much that they barely hate, they they didn't want to listen to the man. They're like, "Oh, anybody else? Anybody else? Oh, Antonio? Oh, he a real one. He played the game. We'll run through a wall for this guy. You? I I I I wouldn't tell you your fly undone. I wouldn't tell you there's something on your shirt. I wouldn't tell you there's something in your teeth. It's like I'll let you go on in this world with stank breath and I'll never give you gum. Never give you gum." Yeah. Uh, Davis needs to get some like, some good advice from somebody. He's, yeah. he's not really trying to be a hands-on owner. Yeah, like, but to me, like, hey, look, do you think he, look at that haircut? You think he takes advice? You think he takes advice with that haircut? Come on, bro. Because it's like, because when you got a haircut like that, it means that people don't tell you because they you look like you don't listen. <laughs> people don't tell you because it looks like you don't listen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think he's ever heard it. I don't think he's ever heard it. Don't think he's ever heard it. No, it's the emperor has no clothes. Like the emperor's new clothes. 
It's like you Al Davis' son. It's like, yeah, man, cool chili bowl, bro. It's like, thanks, dog. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, yeah. Come on, man. You know some young player would be like, hey, hey, boss, I got somebody who could tape that up real nice. You know what I'm saying? You know somebody had to say that. It's like, let's get that tape line right. And so, nobody ever hey, saw hey, that guy again. Boy. What happened? Did your barber get a page or something in the middle of it? They calling me. I want I want him to I want introduce I would introduce him to my barber and they'd become real close and just let him just do something if with that. better with the Raiders being good. I really hope that he goes out and finds just a, a good general manager yeah. and will find a good coach. Yeah. Like All right, sorry, get a little yeah, off track. I, I, I like the Mayock thing of like, you know, where he got Mayock outside the box. We should have got Lewis Riddick. Yeah, you should have got Lewis Riddick. To me, to me, it's like if you if you watch enough NFL Network, you know whoever the shortest safety in the draft is is number is Mike Mayock's number one safety. It's Alabama Clemson, Alabama Clemson, the shortest safety in the draft. It's like people don't like him because he's short. And I'm like, yeah, and he won't be good, and they never make it. And he got a chance. He's like, I'm just gonna draft all Alabama and Clemson players. I'm like, yeah. It's like you drafted you drafted. It's like you saw at camp whenever you have Max Crosby and Kellen Farrell on the same field. It's like, yeah, I think my fifth round pick's better than my first pick. I think I just got myself fired. Uh, we got something good. We a good slate of new games, man. Yeah, uh, this is going to be another good one. Uh, San Francisco at Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville starting to look even starting to really put it together. San Francisco wheels kind of starting to fall fall off. Well, I guess to party. me this is yeah what this. Do you think? This is the litmus test for for Brock Purdy. You know what I'm saying? What are you? What are you, man? And now the thing, it's not fair because I think when you lose Debo Samuel, that takes takes a takes a lot away from what your offense can do. It makes Brandon Ayuk have to do more as a wide receiver, and it makes him more dependent on Greg Kittle. It's easier to zero in on who to stop, you know. And uh, I'm just thinking. Reminds me of Terrence. Uh, of, uh, Don't say Terrence Williams. Yeah, Terrence Williams. He does. Nah, he's 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 a better athlete. But but when he gets a chance to be the guy, just all alone be the guy, he can't do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in that aspect. All right, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Is that when it's just him? No. Yeah. So they fall. You're right. They fall with Debo down. Yeah. Because they need Debo to not do anything. Mm -hmm. But I used to be good. Be yeah, but, but it's just one of those things. It's like when you have a Debo and a Christian McCaffrey, it's like who's going to run it and who's going to catch it? I don't know. I'm confused. But if you can take one of those guys out of the game, then they're just like they were before they traded for McCaffrey last year. You know, so uh, he went on that, you know, because that was really a Christian McCaffrey win streak. Everybody wanted to give the credit to Brock Purdy, but it was like that was the McCaffrey trade. Then they went on this win streak, and everybody tried to give all the praise and all the credit to Brock Purdy. But it's like, didn't they just trade for the best running back in football? And we all try to say that the last pick in the draft is the reason and not the best running back in football? Come on now. I know it's all about the quarterback, but y'all taking crazy pills. And I, and I like Brock Purdy. I like Brock Purdy. I liked him coming out of Iowa State, but I thought that he was like – he was definitely a third day pick. I just thought that, yeah, it's who, if you like him, he's a fifth round guy, but he shouldn't he shouldn't not get drafted. But I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't because he's six one. Some people don't like six one quarterbacks. But yeah, but I do I do believe four year starters. Yeah, four year starters. You know, he fits the he felt he fits the Parcells uh, quarterback boxes. He checks all the boxes that Parcells would use. But uh, in saying that, I think this has to be the bounce back game. Uh, uh, I'm thinking that I'm going to go with them. I think it's I'm taking San Francisco minus three this weekend against Jacksonville, even though they're hot. I think that Kyle Shanahan is a good offensive coordinator. They'll figure something out, and I think that they have to. They're sliding too bad. If they're they're not a bad team, so three oh five is a game that frankly the Chargers need. Yeah, uh, they love win Detroit. What do you think? 
Uh, you know me. I'm always going to bet against Brandon Staley. I'm going with Team Campbell. We're going with them Lions to cover. I at three. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. Uh, moving on to college real quick. We're just going to hit the parlays because, man, I'll tell you what, dude. College right now is just a hot heaping mess. Let's, just be like, let's try to win some money. All right. With the parlay. All right, parlay. I think uh, Penn, I got Penn State uh, covering the four and a half. Uh, I just like them at home. Uh, it's a big game for them. I think Drew Aller looks like he's a possible number one overall pick here in a couple of years. Uh, I think he has 20 touchdowns, only one interception, six foot five, five star guy coming out of high school. That sounds like some Peyton Manning s type of stuff. Uh, but even though we don't know who his daddy is, the man. Uh, you don't t- 20, 20 to one touchdown interception ratio at six foot five at, at a big school like Penn State. He's going to make some plays. Uh, I just think that Michigan being on the road, uh, I think that they can pull it off by a field goal. But I just think that Penn State's going to keep it really interesting and really close. And it's going to be like one of those games for Drew Aller to build on. And then moving forward, we'll be talking about him being a, a big time quarterback in the future. Uh, but the next game, uh, what the, you got the Utah Washington game on there? Pack twelve, baby. Pack twelve. So uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Washington, man. I just think that it's it's their year. I, I honestly, if I had to pick a champion and a Heisman Trophy winner right now, it's Michael Penix. And I think that I've always kind of had a soft spot for Washington, and I just I just love seeing what they're doing right now. I love seeing what Penix is doing. That receiving core is crazy. It's like that running back, Dylan. It's like everybody was so worried about Penix. So guess what happens? Their running back goes for 250 on the ground and four touchdowns. It's like they're a complete team. And I think whenever they just showed everybody, it's like it's take away Penix. Look at what happens. We'll run it down your throat because we have one of the best offensive lines in football. And I think that Utah, they haven't had what Cameron Rising play all season. Uh, they're pretty much uh, now they have their but and Jaquan Jackson, the former quarterback from Duncanville, he's been kind of in and out of the lineup recently. And their second-best running back played safety all last week, and he's been in and out of the lineup offensively because they need him defensively. So I just think that the, – I just don't think that Washington has enough firepower to cover with Washington. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think Utah has enough firepower to hang with Washington. So I think the nine points is good. But uh, also with the Tennessee game, right? Is that what you got next? Yeah, we got Tennessee, a battle of Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with – Tennessee, you know, just I watched that Missouri game when they played against LSU, and it just looks like LSU, even though they're not their traditional LSU defense, they got enough defense to stop Missouri. Like, you know, <laughs> they have enough defense to stop Missouri and enough offense to outscore them to where it's like even at Missouri. I, I think Tennessee, I think that Joe Milton is looking good at the right time. I think that he's kind of gone through the gauntlet of the harder teams, and, and he's looked good since then. Even in, in the game against Alabama, he actually looked pretty good in the first half to where you thought that they actually might pull it out. They didn't. But at six foot five, 235, this is, this is an NFL audition for this guy. And if he can outplay a guy like Brady Cook, that can kind of show that he does belong. Because with that size, he's going to get drafted no anyway. Missouri. Yeah. No and it's like, and at Missouri, this ain't a basketball game. I ain't trusting it. And I trust it more if it was ladies basketball. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. It's time for Street to Rock. Versus Uga. Uga. Uh, man, you know what? I'm going to go with Mississippi. I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I'm going to go with Jackson Dart covering the 10.5 points at Georgia. I just think that the way that Georgia looked against Missouri, uh, I wasn't that impressed. And I think that. Missouri has better wide receivers, but I think that Jackson Dart's a better quarterback than the Missouri quarterback. Hell no. No, nah, I'd be upset. I'll be upset if they don't cover. I'll be upset if they don't cover. Yeah. Not an upset. Nah. 
There's nah, not gonna be nah, not no upset. Yeah, you know, because guess what? And Jordan, they ain't gonna be upset if they win. You know, and 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 if and if you're from Mississippi, you ain't gonna be mad if you covered. <laughs> well, you're gonna be mad because your playoff hopes are shot. Yeah, hey, you're from Mississippi. Yeah, oh. I'd be mad too. Mad, Actually, I would I I would like to go to the Grove one time. Well, I did when I was younger. Now I'm an old man. I just feel like a creep just drinking hot toddies. But I can be that. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. You know what I want to do? I want to go and I want to wear a seersucker. Hey. All right. I'm going to go look like uh, Colonel Sanders. Matt Fucking Matt Lock. Nah, you're going to look like Colonel Sanders. Yeah. going to be like, hey. You're going to look like. <laughs> All right, moving on, to, moving on to one of my favorite subjects right now. There, I, man, Jordan, they get me excited. Yeah. The Mavs. Yeah, they they moving, they moving. Six and one. Surprise, and mother. The biggest. And we lost. Yeah. Yeah. Has been a pleasant one. Grant Williams, man. Hey, Grant man, Williams. he's got a little bit more offense than we it thought. Looks like a steal, bro. It looks like a fucking steal. Hey, if, especially if you tell me him and Je- and Josh Green have identical contracts. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like, it looks like a damn steal, man. Yeah. Hey, you know a guy who just who bangs open threes? Like like they're supposed to just like, oh, I'm Gr- Grant open. Williams. He goes in. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and I and I was telling yeah, somebody that Seth Curry would be, but I don't know. I can't I can't see him. Yeah, you can't see him on the end of the bench. Yeah, but it's one of those things that I was saying it's like the Mavericks they do this thing whenever they bring players in, they like give a breakdown of like here. Like they want everybody to be able to hit the corner three because they're like it's the shortest three-point shot you can make. So they 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 preach it. They preach it. They preach it. So Grant Williams is coming in knocking down those corner threes and he was already a 3 and D specialist. So it's like he's increased the percentage of those corner threes. Then we're just gonna see an uptick, and hey, he's not afraid we're to let it fly. We finally paid money to somebody who was like, "Hey, man, if this guy gets more minutes, we'll just be better," and it worked. Yeah, congratulations, Grant Williams. You showed that you are worth it. Yeah, and you know, and he's a guy who, pre- yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy seeing that. I think that another surprise is you know Derek Lively. You know, he, he's we all we all thought coming into the season that it would be Omax would be the rookie that we'd be leaning on at the beginning of the season and yeah. and there's no Omax no Omax uh, it's been all lively I'll, and you know there's a lot of small ball lineups the in there confidence of the kid love the confidence of the kid and he's just out there hard putting in hard work he's impressing his veteran teammates and he's looking like a young Tyson yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Lively is definitely for sure, and uh, I just think that that debut, you know, he came out there and outshined Wimby. You know, that was that was a great debut for him. Right. Like, you know, and Wimby, you know, he's gonna do his thing. And you know, when Wimby like makes his, sh- yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, he, and he he's one monster game and then he sunk. Yeah, so yeah, but you know, he dropped thirty eight as like a nineteen year old. It's like you you special. It's like Ralph yeah. Sampson, Ralph yeah. Sampson in a street game. Let's get him. Uh, but uh, I do. I, I am a little bit shocked because I just think when you have a young player like that, do they want Omax in there because they want him to know the team and, and develop camaraderie or camaraderie? They got that camaraderie. Uh, it's like uh, develop some camaraderie with with the fellow players and learn how to be a pro because I think that he could actually gain some confidence by getting some actual minutes in the G League for the Texas Legends. Yeah, because to me, I just don't I just don't feel like there's any type of development mental coaching that goes on in the NBA. Part of me thinks what it is is a conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. They're they're wait they're they're just waiting to move somebody. <laughs> they're hiding them. They're, they're hiding them. They don't want they don't want anybody to ask for him in any of these trades. Right. They don't want anybody asking for him. They want 
they want to keep so they, asking about other players, and they don't want to include them because, frankly, they're going to want them. People are going to want because if because if he plays in the G League, then people are going to see him. Be less likely to want to bring out. And frankly, God, dude, Tim Hardaway Jr. does this shit too. <laughs> What's he averaging you know, like nineteen right now? Averaging nineteen a game. Shooting, shooting 30, 39% from the field, 39% from the field. They're like, oh, no Kyrie? No problem. Hey, he must have stole his shoes. He must have stole Kyrie's shoes. Actually, maybe that's why Kyrie's struggling. Them whack-ass shoes, man. You may have to get some Nikes on them feet. <laughs> you know what? He frankly has been something like that. You know, I noticed his first game, he just didn't look like he had his leg. Everything front iron. Them heavy-ass shoes, them heavy-ass Chinese shoes ain't working. It might, it might be what it is, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe he can blame. Maybe it's uh, secretly owned by Jewish people that made it weighted shoes to 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 bring the black man down. <laughs> about, At least well, that black man. It's better than last year. <laughs> it's because we're getting stopped. Um, you know, Every game last year seemed like it was decided. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, no, no. I, I, the fact that some of the guys I expected to be bigger parts of the team had to get getting any burn. And then some of the oh, like Jaden like, Hardy? What are you doing? Yeah. And they've been doing this well. Yeah, I think I'm Derek. Yeah, Derek, Derek White considers himself a guard slash center. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard him say that because he's like, I can jump ball, Derek, I can defend Derek it. Jones Derek Jones Jr., yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Derek, Derek Yeah, Derek Jones Jr., uh, yeah. yeah, he calls himself a guard wrong, center. But, you know. Huh? Well, you know, it, well, in, in, today's, in today's small ball NBA, it's like, yeah, if you throw Draymond out there, I'll throw you at center. Go block a shot or two. Go rip well, the ball from no, no. It's like I'm like I'm like you barely a guard, son. It's like you a guard because yeah, you six five. You a guard because you can guard guards. It's like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. If you was two inches taller, you would never be in the backcourt. Like get your ass up front. I don't trust that jumper. But yeah, but he's been a pleasant surprise. Uh, yeah, it's just good to see them on a roll. Uh, I know they're playing Toronto tonight. I'm not looking at the score because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Uh, but uh, yeah. but yeah, but good thing. Now the, another question. Is, yeah. Maybe, maybe, hopefully, somebody from Toronto. Yeah, for this big, yeah, so. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. How far are we going to get without a big three? Because tonight is a good scouting opportunity because, uh, oh, what, I would love, like, you know, they got OG and Anobi, and they have Pascal Siakam. Wouldn't I, I'd like a deal to get both of them. But <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd both of them, but I mean, let's be real. If I had to choose, I'm going Siakam. I'm going Siakam, uh, yeah. But to me, I'm, but, but I'm even. You don't have the need for Anobi, and that's kind of been filled. Yeah. Um, I feel like, but God, Sockham would be. Mm. Hey, to me, though, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm like, no, if we're trading for Sockham and OG uh, and Anubi, that's because I'm trading Kyrie to Toronto. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, you know. Like, hey, you know. I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, sorry, Kyrie. Sorry, Kyrie. I mean, like, don't yeah. wrong. I like it. One thing I hate is I saw, you know, there should be trade bait. I hate so much. I'm like, what's 
Yeah. I get it. I know why they have to do it. It's all up to But come on now. Like, they're acting like, oh, well, like, we, or if we trade Kyrie, it's going to be between a sick puppy and, and no one wants him. We're going to be like, please take him off our hands. Like, dude, I think, I think that the narrative of co- of him being an asshole has already been washed away here in Dallas. Yeah. I don't think that, I, I don't think that the deal that we did is we rip him off right now. Yeah. Now, I know I think that the deal will have to be better than what we did, not worse than what we got him for. Yeah. Like people are thinking like, oh, Mavericks will have to do this. Yeah, right. It's like, because to me, it's like, no. Because whoever, whoever wants Kyrie is definitely a buyer, and they're going all in to make sure yeah. they have a big three. Do so, a fucking favor. Yeah. Like, yeah we'll give you and just to me, it's just for us to be standing where we are right now, because to me, it's like, I don't think there was a certain a point in any time in the year where we went, when we won eight out of nine games. <laughs> yeah. Well, just how about just look like cohesive as a unit? Yeah, you know, it's like this looks like a team, and that's and even last year, it's like after the trade, it looks like a team. Yeah, and last year it just looked like after the trade, it's like we look like we're missing people. It looks like we're missing. It's like it, it's, we're still missing people. We're still, you know, I still like to see more of Cleva and Powell and yeah, you know, so the guys we got out there. But the fact that they've done this well with the short lineup that they have, is, yeah. Well, there's still that. The, I think some. I think the same guy keeps putting that dodo rumor back out there every week. It's like yeah, he's coming he's back. He's coming back. It's like I'm like, hey, ch- speak. Yeah, speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. He's been disappointed. So what? So I want to ask you about this. Uh, about this in season tournament. What are your thoughts on it? I'm confused as hell. All I know is like it looks like a bad AutoCAD design of a court. Whenever I'm watching it on TV, it's like it messes with my eyes. Yeah, it's all bad idea. Yeah, to me, it's like. Let's just be real. This is about selling the City Connect jerseys, right? This isn't this all the tournament. It's about selling City Connect jerseys, right? It's a marketing scheme. Everything about yeah, everything about it's a marketing scheme. I don't get like, well, it's gonna be anti tanking. It's gonna be this. It's gonna be that. I'm like. Is it? I don't get it. And I don't care. But look, man, and tanking doesn't do anything anyway. Yeah. Like, well, there's teams that have been shitty forever and have. Like, is there a team bonus? Do I do we get more money if we win this tournament? Like, you know what I'm saying? Get like, give us a million dollars to split or something. Give us two million. Give us five. Give us fifteen. Give us a million. Yeah. Instead of focusing on this. I don't know. But uh, yeah, well, you just mentioned the All Star Game. I have heard there are rumors that they're starting to swirl that the Jordan Amati's idea might have been talked into into existence. The U.S. versus the world. They're discussing it. How are they not? Yeah. I mean, how are they not doing it? And the hockey has a great idea. And yeah. It's, it's worked. It's okay, Adam Silver. You don't got to pay me. Baseball. You don't got to pay me. Yeah. But hey, all right. So, so what? You want to go to parting shots and call it? Okay, all right, let's go. Let's go with some stay streaming. So, all right, so I popped the question. So what? Is Kevin Costner still on there? I thought he was leaving. I thought there was all types of shit going on with that. Well, actually, you know, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. It's a serious finale in the last six episodes. And no, I don't think he's on any of them. Like was he replaced by Dennis Quaid? <laughs> Dennis Quaid, I see him doing a lot of Fox National commercials. He's like, hey, I can replace him. He's like, guess what? Guess what, people who love Yellowstone? I'm on Fox. Wait, no, I'm saying Randy Quaid. Oh, yeah. 
Two different guys. They brothers, though. They, they are, they are brothers. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Bring on Randy Quaid. All right, but, uh, yeah, so any good Thanksgiving movies? The holidays are coming up, and everybody always has a good Christmas movie, and I don't think there's enough good Thanksgiving movies. Or if there are, let me know. Is there one on the low that I don't know? I've got one. It's not particularly on the low. I'm sure you've seen it. Okay. Dutch. Dutch, okay. Boom. Dutch, good one. Dutch is a Thanksgiving movie. All right, I do forget the Dutch is a... Son-in-law? All right, son-in-law. Polly Shore, right? All right, Dutch is... uh, That's Ed O'Neill. Yes. Uh, if, if you're my age, Ed O'Neill is Al Bundy. If you are born after 1990, he is the grandpa in Modern Family. Yep. <laughs> so there's a new movie coming out, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. The, the Thanksgiving wow. slasher one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm ready. Oh, oh, Thanks Killing. Oh, Thanks Killing. Also, Thanks Killing. <laughs> thanks Killing is a classic. I, I don't know how I even spaced on Well, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is my go-to. That's, that's a, yeah. you know. Oh, John Candy. It's always heartwarming to see him. You know, whether it's Uncle Buck or uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobile. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. And Steve Martin as the uh, kind of uh, the, the meaner side of Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. He's never mean. It's like he was you know way I mean? more of a jerk in that movie than he was uh, in the yeah, jerk. Absolutely. In the jerk, he was just an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I guess in the seventies, jerk a jerk was different. It's like there's different meanings yeah. for it. It's like nah, hey man, dude, jerk. Yeah, we call somebody a jerk. He used to mean something. That's why not too long ago we brought. Come, I don't know, maybe a decade ago, brought back called people jerks. I thought it was with that like, dance. <laughs> You're a jerk. Like, I know. You're a jerk. Yeah. yeah, that's all it was about. I know. Yeah. A fucking jerk. You're like, oh yeah, you call me a jerk. Yeah. Jerk off. Remember that? <laughs> no hand signals. Like we jerk off. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that's that's off camera. Jerk off. Hey, 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 you can't do that. Now we got now I gotta mark this episode explicit. <laughs> Look what you done did. <laughs> uh, all right. He was showing you how you play craps in Vegas. Oh yeah. All right. Hot hand of the dice game, yeah, baby girl. All right. So all right. So how about all right? So next week, let's try and find another Thanksgiving movie because there's not enough, and the world needs to know more. The world needs to know more. So we can't, we can't keep skipping. We can't keep going from um, Halloween, Halloween to Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. No, we can't. We have hey. Thanks. Gotta have the Thanksgiving, and Thanks Killing is a great one, and the new Thanksgiving movie is gonna be awesome because there's party lots of blood. Parting shots with Pat. Party shots with Pat. Pat. Why the hell everybody love pickleball so goddamn much? <laughs> Sorry for the I, GDs. People. I, I'll be I'll be honest. I can't really figure it out. Part part of me thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so primarily, are y'all drunk? No, primarily no. old people play this game. Yeah, is yeah, what I, played, no, I've never played. I've never played. I know have there's the. Seen, uh, have, you, have you seen it in person? Yes, I saw Dirk playing last night with Jason Kidd on the TV. Well, like in person, like nah, I have because that pi- that chicken pickle okay. place is always crowded. That ball, that ball, that ball does weird stuff. Like yeah. in anybody of any athletic ability. Like that will hit it hard and stuff, and it'll, it'll go real fast and just kind of die. Yeah, where like any one-legged person can get to this. Did you get to? Really did you go to Chicken play. and Pickle to play? Yes, I didn't. I didn't play. Yeah, right. I just watched. You, so here's my thing. I wanted to try this. I ain't gonna play no damn pickleball till I go to Chicken and Pickle to play. I gotta have chicken with my pickleball. All right. All right. It's I like it. It's a real cool game. And you know, then I'll be I'll be so excited that I ate chicken. Hell yeah, I'll play some some pickleball. 
But until I go chicken and pickle, I don't care. I'm not doing it. I don't care. No, I, no I, we've been talking about it this week at work because apparently they're put, talking about putting in some pickleball courts here. And I'm like, and they weren't understanding how big it is. I'm like, you do realize it's like a professional sport. Yeah. Have, have you played, like, Blake? Oh, Dak, Prescott owns a, Dak Prescott owns a team. And, yeah, because apparently, I guess, Dallas is going to be the headquarters for professional pickleball. Yeah, they had it. They were having it at this. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because the event was at a country club in Dallas uh, with where Jason Kidd and I want to say it was Jason Kidd playing with doubles with Dirk Nowitzki against uh, Josh Eisner and Scott Scotty Scheffler. So, you know, little. Was out there too. Did he not play? Now I think people was out there kicking it. You know, what I'm saying having a good old time. But uh, yeah, but I don't know. I'm 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 holding out until I go eat this chicken, and then it, there's the chicken comes before the pickle. It's in the name. It's in the name. Just I don't, right. I don't know, man. I, I, think, I think the best opportunity. What you got to do is you got to go and call and see how much it costs to reserve a court. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, dude, they've got little uh, cabanas there where you get like uh, you know TVs in the cabanas and you can do the whole thing. There. All it's right, like, it's a cool spread. I went there for a birthday party. Yeah. All right. All right. The food's not bad. I, I just think it's one of those things. I think it's it's kind of like when we were growing up, like uh, we had a friend around the corner that had like a badminton net in his backyard. Yeah. It's like easy enough that as long as you're not like pro level, people can play against each other. And it's I, I mean, Sam's mom plays and she's yeah. got like bad knees. Yeah. Apparently, it's pretty light on the knees. It's not tennis. You're not. Yeah. Breaking well, yourself yeah. over it. Well, my thing is here. In about five years, when this Nietzsche thing ends, I'm buying them all, and we're bringing back Foursquare. Love it. <laughs> hey, Black yeah, Magic, yeah. White Magic, all, all of it. Foursquare, baby. Nope. Got the I'm spin. Y'all want that hurricane? Y'all want the all, Texas all tornado? Bla- all Black Magic, all Shoot. all White Magic, all spins. Yeah, they spinning, baby. They spinning. Anybody who plays no Black Magic, like, why don't you go back to kindergarten, baby? That's right. <laughs> not a, I'm not a baby. Yeah. You're a baby. Milk is for babies. <laughs> Facts. All right. I also <laughs> think it's fun to say. Right, guys. Well, I'll tell you what. After, after it took us forever to get this. Yeah. It took it took yeah. twice as long to set it up than to actually do the show. But thanks for y'all's well, patience, we everybody. Done. We did we it. Done. We did it for you, the public. You, the people. Dundee, man. And now everything's going to be smooth sailing from here yeah. on, right? Yeah, right. That was that was a big yeah. question mark. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. For Jordan Money, hey, Patrick Geller, I'm Blake Houston. Got the finest club out. See you later. Peace. Peace.